Welcome back everyone to Vibrant Family Video with Pastor Taryn Shea and I'm Katie Lee. And we have an, another exciting episode for you, don't we, PT? We do. We're both back from vacation now. Well, you still have your cool background from the beach. Is that still from San Diego? It is. It's a different background. This is actually from the waves looking into the city. Well, I don't have a cool background, but I did just come back from vacation too, though. Where did you go? Well, last time I mentioned to you that I was going to go to Mammoth with my family. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't have a cool background because I can't do it on my computer. But you have a you know, I have maps. I'm going to post this map up here. <laughs> now, that looks great. <laughs> you know, it's our first vacation with the, uh, my whole family, with my uh, adult children and my two granddaughters. We were all in one condo together. Oh, wow. So what were some highlights? Well, highlights was definitely spending time together. You know, you wake up in the morning and they're my granddaughters. And then we just sit in the living room to play while their parents have to get ready. And, and you know, it's great that they have a little time off to be able to go take a shower. Sometimes it's even hard. You know, your parents, you know how that is. And then while we take care of the kids. So the highlight was definitely just being able to serve each other in that way, work together to give each other what we want. Like I want to be with my grandkids and they need a little time away. So uh, just uh, to be able to serve one another in cooking and cleaning and spending time together. Oh, that sounds great. And it sounds restful. What were some lessons that you learned from that vacation? Because we had talked about how important it is for us to prioritize rest. What did you get out of it? Well, you know, I'll tell you honestly, some parts were not as restful as I thought. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because, you know, when you plan a vacation, you have certain ideas what you're going to do and how it's going to be. We're going to eat out, go get ice cream. We did all those things. But there are some things that we weren't able to do because, well, of the baby's naps. Yeah. It was hotter than we thought. Mm. So in the afternoons, we didn't feel like going out. Mm -hmm. We stayed indoor more, so not, more than I thought. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, the lesson I learned, PT, is that even on a vacation where you think things should be the best it could be, right? You're on vacation. You have no responsibility. What can be better than that? But there's still things that do not go according to plan. Wow. Like I didn't feel well for uh, a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And actually, I had to transfer a prescription from Kaiser to have to pick up the Rite Aid and to get my prescription. But God worked all that out still. And I got my prescription. And then the babies you know, had adjustment sleeping. So there's still things, even on like the best place you can be, that things don't work out as planned. But as I look back, after we came back, I kind of, well, you know, I kind of miss it. Of course you miss it. I think about the good times, look at the pictures. And you think, wow, we had some great times, even though we had to adjust certain things along the way. So I think uh, expectations not always met, but looking back, you see God's plan in it. Yeah, it sounds like it was about making these memories, which the funny thing is your granddaughters won't remember, but then they'll be able to look back on this, you know, with some storytelling from their parents and from you guys. That's right. And that's kind of what is the, the, the bonding that sh with the shared memories together. Mm. Uh, then we can tell them later on. You're right. Well, for us, we went to Mission Beach, which is where we've been trying to go each year. Uh, last year, we took a break from that with all kinds of things happening. And then this year, we didn't think we would be able to go, uh, but we made plans for it. So that's the background there. Uh, but my highlight too was actually just to detach myself from 
of regimented programmatic schedule. And I don't mean that just to say that, oh, it's related to work. It's not that. It's more of how a lot of times because the kids are in school uh, or there's errands to run and there's certainly projects and other ministry things to finish each week, that a lot of times we just get ourselves in a groove in which we just barely squeeze in family time. And I know we had talked about last time even, yes, quality time is important, but quantity makes a difference too. And so when we got to spend the week away uh, as much as possible, you know, we shared meals together, we took walks together, we played silly games together, we watched movies together, and we did nothing together in the midst of still taking care of some things that needed to be done. That itself was valuable because for me, I, I saw that this was so important to not only uh, give my soul and my body some rest, but to tell my family that they're a high priority, that it's worth it to put aside all of these other things that oftentimes can wait, even in the midst of a pandemic, just to spend some time with them and to talk with them and to share meals with them. And so those were my highlights and another confirmation and reminder of why God made us to need rest. Uh, God made us to, to need time away with him and time away with our loved ones so that we're able to be re-energized but to continue to serve him and continue to uh, bless other people. Well, not only that, PT, I think in getting away gives you a different perspective. Mm. I mean, honestly, now that we cannot meet at church, um, we're kind of stepping back in that way. And yeah. it gives you a different perspective of what church really is. Mm-hmm. And you know, the name of our podcast is Family is Church and Church. Well, church is Family and Family is Church. That's what we're about. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about how that kind of relates to giving us new perspective now that we have to be a church scattered and kind of take a step back. What does that mean for us now as Family is Church? Well, I mean, this podcast episode is going to be released after a lot of news that you'll be familiar with. Uh, the most recent order uh, given by our governor is that indoor services needs to be stopped. And so we have plans as a church to soft open this coming weekend uh, and then to fully open by the month of August. Well, that all needs to be put on hold for now. And so as I'm thinking about specifically family as church or what it means that God created the home to be an epicenter where spiritual activity and seeking and disciple making begins and is continued anchored in the work of the parents, but then also to have every family unit uh, be a group that follows Jesus with the church. I'm reminded then again that we can't just lean and depend on the programs of the church and on the ministries of the church alone, whether for ourselves or for our kids, for them to know and to love Jesus. I mean, people are going to do everything that they can. Uh, Pastor Kevin's doing a great job with the youth. Uh, All of our groups are going and people are being trained. There's all these things that our church is doing to train people and to equip people uh, to make disciples. But at the end, if we're not doing this in the home and there's not a quality of upwardness towards God and a desire to seek him out through his word and a crying out to him in prayer and just talking about spiritual things and ordinary life, like it speaks of Deuteronomy 6, led by the parents in this, then we're not ever going to have a church that's open enough for us to see our kids into the next generation. We're going to be looking at our circumstances and we're going to be anxious and we're going to be fretting and we're going to be frustrated because we can't control these things. But in our home, as parents especially, we can always point our kids and ourselves to Christ with everything that we do. And even during vacation, there were moments to have conversations. And even during 
these times of COVID, there's times to speak of Christian, Christ-centered, gospel-centered ideas and actions and applications in our homes for the world. So in some ways, don't think of this as just a temporary hold, but that we use this, persevere and developing something good out of it. And I think the perseverance, you know, families, you know, persevere and continue to pursue and pursue God together as a family. Yeah. Yeah. Don't think of it as uh, we have to change our <laughs> mindset, right? This is just temporary. This is going to hold on a little bit more. No, this is, this is not the new normal, but it, it's an opportunity to change our hearts yeah. towards what God wants us to be accomplishing in our homes right now. Yeah. Well, Katie, what do you think um, as it relates to church as family, who we are as God's people that are called the spiritual family? How do you think this connects? Well, especially children ministry, you know, church as family is all about the children ministry in their science school classes. And, you know, we're a big happy family together when we meet together. But now without meeting together, are we still one happy family? When we still church as one happy family? So my thoughts have been, PT, that... Um, if our hearts are as a church, as family, that we are one big family, I need to be doing more to reach out to the families, not just the videos and so forth. But I really think, uh, uh, you know, what stops me from visiting some of the children or homes? I saw one of the families at Costco. I was so excited. I said, it's so good to see you. You've grown taller. And, <laughs> and the, and I was thinking, oh, it would be kind of great to see one another, even at Costco. You know, I just want to encourage everyone who's listening. Let's not stop at just uh, doing the video thing. Really, if we can arrange to see somebody at their door and just say hi with your mask on, it's really kind of fun. Yeah. And then you can still be sort of that family. I don't know. I know it's, it's an effort. It's kind of weird. So I'm not saying that I'm going to be like out there knocking on your door. <laughs> but I'm certainly thinking uh, some of those personal interactions can still happen because we are a family still. Yeah, I know. That's a, such a helpful trajectory for thinking. And I think right now that's where we're pivoting to towards reopening is we're trying to think of ways we can still gather, certainly not in a way that could reproduce uh, the worship services that we knew before, but ways in which we just as church family can still see each other, maybe outdoors, uh, maybe in some more of a casual environment, maybe at a different time, uh, maybe outside in a parking lot. But those are the things that I know you guys are working on with the reopening task force. Well, one of the main things about church as family is that we serve one another. Mm -hmm. So think of ways that we can still serve one another, bring somebody a meal, or uh, I don't know, whatever that is your gift. See, so we think of using our gifts to serve the church. Well, how do we, you can still use your gift to serve the church because the church is about the, the people. Right. So if you are used to cooking at church or you're used to serving lunch at church, whatever your gift is, you have the gift of helps. You can be um, serving some of your small group members, some of the uh, families or your friends within your your, the church, um, within your, 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 your groups, there are many ways to still serve using the gifts that you have. Yeah. yeah, so it sounds like we're just needing to, for the next season, really embrace who we are as sojourners, right? We're, we're, we're traveling this new path that's away from 
a walk with God that we were familiar with before, but that doesn't mean that we are people without an identity anchored in Christ or that we're not called to continue to use our gifts and to bless each other and to serve each other and to persevere. And so do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, identity is certainly the word that uh, fits here. It's not so much that we're part of a, an organization or our system. Mm-hmm. And now without the organization in place, we, can, we, we lose our identity. Like, well, I don't do, I, what do I do now, right? Our identity in Christ, who we are, what God has gifted us. And then the church is the people and the family. Then how can we continue to live out our identity? How can we live out that love and, and service to one another? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I want to encourage everyone here you know pastor hanley has mentioned if you watched his uh, your pt your uh, interview video with uh, hanley earlier and uh, this week is that uh, hanley's going to be preaching on first peter four mm-hmm. so i would encourage every family just read through that chapter a couple of times within the next few days or what we have a week before the the, the preaching uh, when hanley preaches so be in prayer for that be in prayer for our hearts read the chapter and see what's God saying to us about the church as family and family as church and how we truly be the disciple makers that is fulfilling our vision and our mission right now as FCDs who own it. Yeah, that's a great idea, Katie. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. All right. We'll leave you guys now to go read your Bible, right? (laughs) All right. See you next time. Bye.